This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. And thank you for joining us today, first of all. Got a lot coming up on the show today. Got a lot uh, that we're going to get to, including uh, an Am I the A-hole? I believe it's an Am I the A-hole. Is that right? Yeah. All right. We have uh, Am I the A-hole coming up uh, this morning. Uh, Let's go around. Everybody... uh, Tell me what you're working on in your individual departments as we're getting our show ready. Well, that's ready. I mean, prep time's over. It's time to do it. But we'll start with news headlines. Lisa Sanchez. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Once again, Texas has hit a record number of cases. And now we're hearing from Governor Greg Abbott that if the cases continue to go up, they will have to start putting restrictions back on us. Look what you did. Yeah. Record high, 38,115 new cases. Uh, so, yeah, the, the COVID-19. And some of the some of the hot spots are, well, Texas, Arizona, um, the Carolinas, Florida, Alabama, Arkansas are just some of the places where this COVID-19 is, is setting records. It seems like daily now. Right. So we, we'll have that. Uh, I mean, that's a bigger issue. We won't just have that news. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Because yeah, especially how they're planning to stop funding to sites that have a large amount of cases, including uh, yours truly, El Paso. Who Who's going to stop funding? Uh, federal, the, the federal government? Yeah, federal government. The federal plans to stop uh, funding sites in Houston, El Paso, and Dallas as of June 30th. So, uh, I guess if you want why? to get tested, go now. Uh, I didn't get to vote on that. Who who made that decision? The Trump administration has an intention to stop funding for seven uh, coronavirus testing sites uh, at the end of this month. So, elected officials from Republican and Democrats, uh, they're both saying, uh, "Please don't do this." So, right, we're not out of the, we're not out of the woods. We're we're maybe not in as deep of the woods as we're going to eventually get. We just got past the last trees of the yeah. uh, the first trees of the woods. We still got like we're on paved road, guys. There's still some houses on this road before we get to the woods. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of uh, legislators have wrote letters asking them to please not do this. Uh, this would be when FEMA would end support. Well, our cases are still going up. We're still, you know, hitting records every day. All right. So, uh, yeah, that sounds like a big issue. Brandon, sports headlines. What do we have coming up today in sports? We got more of the details of the restart of the Major League Baseball season. Or actually, I should just say start of the Major League Baseball season because it never even really began. They had started spring training. And they're not going to be allowed to do things like high five, fist bump, spit, uh, argue with umpires. So a lot of stuff coming out about what we're going to they're not allowed See, to argue with umpires. They what? couldn't like put a cell phone call in or something. Well, you I mean you can hey, yell from Hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> are you blind? Well, I mean you could look, you could yell at them from the dugout, but yeah. you're not allowed to go out and argue the way you would normally would. If uh, you're a Houston Astro, do you have to wear gloves when you bang on the uh, trash can in the dugout? I don't believe okay. so. All right. 
Uh, all right, so we'll have that coming up. Uh, okay, so I was watching a little bit of uh, of the news yesterday, and here's here's what I thought I understood. The NBA was almost ready to start the playoffs, right? W- when they shut down, I mean, okay. we weren't that far away from the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, they had they had played maybe like ninety percent of the, all their games in the regular season. Both the NHL and NBA are close. NHL's jumping straight to the playoffs. NBA, you get eight regular season games, but it's only with those top twenty two teams. They, the, what I was watching on the t- on TV said the reason the NBA didn't want to just go right into the playoffs, which seems like it would make sense. Because you had enough teams that were close. Yeah, but also because they wanted to make sure that Zion Williamson got to play on TV some. Well, that, I mean, that was part of it. If, if they'd just done the playoffs, his team didn't make the playoffs, but if they included you know, the top, whatever, 22 teams? I mean, kind of. Like, I, I don't think that that was the deciding factor. But but you would allow that it maybe was a came, factor. Yeah, it came into the decision-making right. process. Yeah, I would be willing to admit that. Uh, all right, so that's coming up in sports. And Joanna has our entertainment news ahead for us. What are we going to be talking about in entertainment news this morning, Joanna? Gone with the Wind is now back on HBO Max. And back now- with the Wind. And <laughs> <laughs> now the film opens. No longer with gone. A- yeah. With the wind. <laughs> that one? Yeah, that's a good one. It with a video introduction that speaks to the film's flawed, romantic view of the antebellum South. Wait, what are we talking about? Gone with, Gone the, with wind. the wind. Oh, okay. Focus. Antebellum South. Then I lost the. I lost what we were talking about. <laughs> Where did you start thinking of Lady it's so Antebellum? Early yeah. in the show, bus. Do you know who Lady Antebellum is, Brandon? It's a band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you worked at a country station. Yeah. Do you know they changed their name? I don't know. Lady we, I don't, A. They, they changed it to Lady A because mm-hmm. antebellum means before the war. Uh, and specifically, when you talk about the antebellum South, you're talking about slave days. And that was their name, so they're going to change the name to Lady A. And yeah. then they found out, oh, there's this artist uh, who's like an African-American soul and blues singer, and she's been going by Lady A for like professionally for like 30 years. <laughs> And you're taking her name, and then they decided, yeah, we're still taking it. <laughs> we're wow. going to use Lady A. Lady Antebellum. Uh, Give no Fs. I don't think we talked about that story, no. but I, I thought it was pretty interesting. No, we didn't just because it was country. Country. But, yeah. yeah. But it was interesting, right? It's like, oh, well, man, that, Antebellum that is, is now a word that we don't want to associate with, so we're just going to abbreviate it. We're Lady A. There is one? No. This couldn't get what? what? She's black. It did get worse. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to this back on CBS All Access today, the second uh, season premiere of Twilight Zone, which is the uh, Jordan Peele version of Twilight Zone that was hit or miss, I would say, the first okay. season. Did you watch it, Joanna? I only saw that one first episode. With the comedian? Yeah. Yeah. Not, it, that was a good one. Would that you was say a good one. not as good as the majority of Black Mirror, but better than the most recent season of Black Mirror? The, Anything's better than that last season of Black Mirror. About, about yeah, some of the episodes were better than than some of the episodes in Black Mirror. The last season of Black Mirror, they weren't that much better though. They were they were okay. Isn't it weird? There's no season six of Black Mirror because we are living in Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Is that why there's no new Black Mirrors? Yeah. 
Look in the real mirror. That's what yes, mm. remember the creator said that the world we're living in right now cannot handle another season of Black Mirror. Oh, I could handle it. <laughs> I like Black Mirror. <laughs> uh, so that is on CBS All Access. And I think CBS All Access is... Can you binge watch, or do you, do you have to wait for a new episode every? every I can't week? remember. I can't. I, remember. I don't have H, uh, CBS All Access, so I believe it's I think a I new w- episode every week. Yes. I think that's what they did with Picard. Yeah, that's right. I was just trying to get it straight because there have been some shows I've watched on CBS All Access, and I can't remember if. Oh, you know what you can do? You can wait a few weeks and then binge watch them. But I think that is right. They only release a new episode every week. Uh, hard seltzer, you know those drinks like White Claws, mm-hmm. are I guess pretty popular because hard hard seltzer flavored ice cream is now a product that exists. Oh. But Brandon brought up a good point. Interesting. Wasn't the whole thing about hard seltzer was that it didn't taste like anything? It was just like water it's that'll like get you drunk. That smells like cherry. Yeah, I mean, I guess it smells a little bit like whatever it's supposed to be. So is it basically but... frozen milk? Here you go. <laughs> yeah. We put it in cubes for you. I, I I don't even know if it gets you drunk. Well, it's called Tipsy Scoop. Yeah, here it says it is alcoholic ice cream. Nice. Each pint is 5% alcohol, just like the hard seltzer. You'd ha- It sounds like you'd have to eat... Say like six pints just to get a buzz. Well, I don't know about pints, but maybe like six bowls of oh, ice cream. A lot of ice cream. That is a lot of ice cream. Well, if it's five percent, you're looking at you know right around what a beer is. Like a really strong beer is about nine percent. I feel like we need to do an experiment now. <laughs> just eat ice cream How all day. How much ice cream to get me drunk? Done. How many licks of the ice cream <laughs> to be to become totally a one? A two, <laughs> two. <laughs> Joanna knows what I'm doing. You guys don't know what I'm doing, but Joanna gets it. You mean how many looks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of Tootsie Pop? One. That was it. It's three, three not two. It's the owl. A one, a two, who? Yeah, but three. I, I was just taking in an owl's body mass and five percent. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you were. Like two percent. Those were my calculations. Anyway. Yeah, you're that on top of it this early in the morning. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Uh, Chris D'Elia update. Chris D'Elia is a comedian who was on uh, you on, what was that, Netflix, I guess? Yeah, mm-hmm. Playing himself? <laughs> well, he, uh, was, he was in uh, Workaholics as well. Yeah. What did he, who was he in Workaholics? Um... Uh, was it a regular or just like a one-off? No, guy? it was just a yeah. one-off thing, I believe. Because I watched work on. But he played like a... Um, a creep? Think, a creep, yeah. Yeah. Does he just kind of look creepy? Is that why yeah, he plays no, so totally. many creeps? The episode is called To Friend a Predator. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look And he goes eyes. by Bieber Blaster 87 or something? Yeah. Uh, well, he has released some email exchanges that supposedly supposedly prove that he wasn't going after underage girls because what had happened was some girls came out and said, hey, look, I didn't know at the time, but I was being groomed by this 30-something comedian when I was, I think, 16, 17, 18 are a lot of the ages Mm -hmm. that I heard in there, some of which are technically legal, some which are technically illegal, depending on the state, but all of them are 100% creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but he says that he is uh, that these uh, exchanges, is it text or emails, are going to prove that he wasn't creeping on underage girls. But he's already got fired by CAA, his oh, management wow. company. Yeah, that's big. It says that Dalia also played Whitney Cummings' boyfriend on NBC's Whitney mm-hmm. for several seasons. Did you hear her statement? I uh, think she had uh, come out against him, right? Yeah. What it, did she say? Well, basically saying she was very surprised, very sickened to hear it all. But, uh, you know, the comedy community is pretty small. They're all really good friends. So I'm sure it's uh-huh. very hard for for her to do that. Okay, so the email exchange was with... Uh, this woman who's been identified because she's she's over 21 now, Clara Schaller posted emails from 2012 in which Dalia said he wanted to have naked sex with her. Even the way he describes sex is, na- is yeah. naked, naked sex. sex. You know, as opposed to the clothes kind. <laughs> right. Uh, when she made them public, she claimed that she was 17 at the time and had informed him that, he was, uh, that she was 17. Delia's camp released an email that showed Delia had allegedly asked her midway through the exchange, how old are you? She replied, 12, apparently kidding. He responded, answer, to which she said 24. This, you know, a lot of this sounds like your Honor, she looked eighteen. <laughs> and, but then there are other women uh, posting messages where they say, "Look, I told I told him I'm sixteen. Uh, anyway, it looks like Chris D'Elia is trying to fight these accusations and challenge him. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Give us an update of what's going on in Texas and uh, the governor, uh, what some of his responses have been. But this has been, this 24 hours has set more records. Yes. Uh, This has been, uh, for the last, I would say, seven days, we have been hitting record numbers. And we're having massive uh, coronavirus outbreaks. So as of right now, we have 125,921 positive COVID cases as of June 24th. That is uh, 5,551 more than the day before and 29,586 more than a week ago. Uh, Also, we have 2,249 people who have died as of yesterday. So these numbers obviously are astronomical and they keep going up. So the governor said yesterday the state is facing a massive outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic and that greater restrictions may be necessary. He was talking to a CBS affiliate in Amarillo, and he said um, he still considers the Texas panhandle a hotspot, but he said, but there's a massive outbreak across the entire state. He said today, again, over 5,000 people tested positive, 4,000 hospitalized, and he said that the state is now looking at greater restrictions uh, because there are areas that are running tight on hospital capacity. So this is kind of... I would almost say backwards from what he was saying not too long ago, saying we have abundant hospital space. And now we're hearing, oh, well, there's certain areas, which is what we've been saying, that the entire state is not the same. If the Houston Children's Hospital is having to open up for 
adults and mm-hmm. also COVID and non-COVID patients, there's a problem that needs to be addressed. Um, yeah, they said that there's twice as many people in the hospital right now from COVID-19 as there were on June 14th. And they say that this spike is probably directly affected after restaurants were allowed to open to increase capacity to 75% and after all the businesses were allowed to operate. So just to give you an idea of the one day uh, was a record. The U.S. recorded uh, a record number of coronavirus cases, 36,880 which is the highest single-day total so far. Some of that is reflective of increased testing. I mean, when you deal with just, like, total numbers like that, part of it is more testing is being done and more Mm -hmm. results are coming in. But that doesn't account for when they do percentages. Like, uh, they'll take, let's say, a 1,000 people tested. What percentage of those people are newly diagnosed with coronavirus? And you still get some startling uh, numbers. So, is anybody getting to that point now where we we actually know people who have COVID? Yes. Do I know? Like I, I know, I know a lot of people who've been tested, but they've had to be tested because of work, things like that. But uh, does anybody know some? My, my aunt and uncle just got it yesterday, and they they said they've been pretty sick from it. So. Wait, they just got... Or they were just diagnosed with it yesterday, I should say. Like they got the results back. The results back from their test, yeah. But they still have the symptoms. They have really bad breathing problems right now. I mean, just because you don't know somebody in, you know, well, but this is close the, that well, has this coronavirus... this is the argument that we always hear. Well, it's so rampant, but I don't know anybody who has it. And now... I, I would have to be... It would have to be like a friend of a friend or a friend of a cousin. I don't know anybody in my immediate orbit who tested positive i know one who definitively has it and then i have one that is waiting for results but we i was talking to this person yesterday and we were doing the sniff test over facetime and yeah no nothing tabasco vinegar bleach could could smell nothing farts yeah oh let me have a crack at her (laughs) 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 it's a he so okay Equal opportunity now, to blur over there. Like I say, when you hear you know thirty six thousand cases, that could be uh, an artifact of increased testing. But then there are other things like uh, in Texas, about four thousand people with the virus are hospitalized. That's double the number at the beginning of June. Yeah. Yes. So the fact that they're hospitalized means that it's a serious hospitalization case. rate. You you have to look at hospitalization. Rate. Yeah. So. You know, that that's something that you can look at and say, all right, well, that we definitely should be concerned about that. But you're always good at geography. Uh, where do you think the most cases are coming from right now? Like in, in Texas, in Texas, mm-hmm. Houston, Houston, I'd say probably Harris County. That's that's Houston, uh, that's Houston yeah. and Dallas County. Yeah, there you go. The biggest Those, city that's, is where that, the most hey, people that, are. Sure. That's Dallas. <laughs> well, it's, it's well. The one there's, thing, there's Tarrant County. There, there's Tarrant County too. So they also, but they also did. So that is just with the largest amount of cases. But then they also did cases per 1,000 residents. Uh, so they found that there were certain. Uh, it looks like the county right above, or maybe still in Amarillo County, right. has. Uh, a pretty yeah, Moore County has about uh, forty and a half, forty point five cases for every one thousand. Uh, Potter County has about twenty three point four for every thousand. Jones County, where's that? I don't know. 
I know where Deep Smith County is, though. <laughs> it looks like it's it's between. <laughs> it looks like it's right around. Um, do you know where Fisher County is? No. Okay, it's like between Dallas and El Paso, like in the middle of oh, okay. the, t- the state. And then, of course, in Houston, you have Walker County that has 27.6. Walker, Texas Ranger. Ranger County. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it looks like they're pretty spread out in northern Texas. And then you have a one in central and then, of course, around uh, near Houston. But those are the cases per 1,000 residents. In this ca- the county in which we live, they're saying about... Six per 1,000. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Okay, um, here are just some uh, studies and surveys and statistics that really paint a doom and gloom picture. I don't mean to put every to get everybody down here, but this is I'm just passing it on. Uh, the U.S. economy fell in the annual world competitors rankings again. So we had been number one, mm-hmm. like, for decades. Always. Yeah, almost. I mean, sure. Well, in 2018, we dropped, our the U.S. economy dropped to number two in the world. And then third last year, and you're thinking, okay, well, that's a, that's a slow slide. It dropped all the way to 10th place. So the U.S. economy... Fell in annual world competitiveness down to to number 10 in this year's ranking. Another survey uh, talked to thousands of Americans, found that Americans report they are the unhappiest they've been in 50 years. I need some some sad music or (laughs) something depressing. Hold on, I got something for you. Oh. Oh, yeah. Let me hear yours. I'll I'll tell you which one I like better. Uh, There we go. Oh, oh yeah. is this the Hulk TV oh. show? Yeah, it's the Lonely Man. <laughs> God. Americans report being the unhappiest they've been in 50 years. This is a separate survey. 83% of Americans are stressed about the country's future. Um, I can't deal with this music right now. <laughs> it's really sad. 35% of Americans reported using Facebook to get their news. That's down from 39% who said they got their news from Facebook last year, but still, that that's way high, guys. I mean, that's a depressing bit of information. And U.S. national pride has fallen to a record low. And that's across the board. National pride has dropped for Democrats, independents, and Republicans. And out of those groups, you'd think, well, Republicans... You know, you got you got your guy that everybody seems to be so happy with, but Republicans had the biggest one-year drop mm-hmm. from last year until now. And uh, this was, you know, how much how much pride in the U.S. do you have? That is at a record low across the board. Oh man, I don't mean like I say it's awfully early in the morning to be bringing people down, but. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a heat wave going on in the Arctic Circle. What you uh, looking at there, buddy? Oh, it's, it's a different statue. <laughs> <No>. oh. <laughs> What's going on over there? 
Look over and say cleavage. The camera. I was Hello. At, I, I, listen, the website I'm on is mm-hmm. dailymail.co.uk. How's mail is spelled? One, <laughs> is, that, is that one of those stories at the bottom where it's yeah. like, you won't believe what so-and-so looks like? Right. Man. I had gotten to the bottom of my story, and it was one of these clickbait things where they got a like a curvy girl and, mm-hmm. you know. But Did that's you click not, it? I had not. It's definitely and me. somehow you just stopped at that one certain yeah. point. So weird. Got to stop somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a heat wave going on in the Arctic. See, look, this is just the, 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 another one pops up. I can't. I don't know. I can't. You know I can't how, get away from. Wait a minute. It. You know how advertisements always kind of pattern towards your what search you're in, history into boobs. I like them. <laughs> uh, but there's a heat wave going on in Siberia. Like some of the coldest places on Earth hit a hundred degrees Whoa, this week. Great. So. Uh, but before, if we have time in this break, I'd like to talk about that a little bit, uh, because scientists say that it is definitely cause for concern that it's getting into triple-digit heat in the Arctic Circle. Brandon's got an MIVA hole. I had one. Yeah, and it got taken down. Yeah. So the head- Oh, no. Yeah, the headline was, am I the a-hole for firing my babysitter because she wants to make my kid a lesbian? I mean, I've read it, but I only read over it once earlier in the week. And I, well, what does he mean? The babysitter wants to make his kid a lesbian. So, if I'm remembering correctly, it was basically the babysitter was a lesbian, and the babysitter had commented about how she would watch kid-friendly, pro-lesbian stuff on YouTube. Is there? Because she felt that this guy's kid was already showing, like, she already said, she's like, oh, yeah, she's a lesbian. Like, the kid's like six. And the babysitter was like, she already shows the signs. Like, I already know. So I'm, I'm, I'm opening her world to that. Hmm. So he fired the babysitter? So he fired the babysitter because of it. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want... A babysitter trying to turn my kid into anything. I'm not there to, for you to transform my kid yeah. in your own image. I just mm-hmm. want you to make sure he doesn't stick his finger in a light socket while I'm gone, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that wasn't in the like, job I, description. I, 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 I wouldn't want a babysitter to try and religiously convert my yeah. that's, you're mm-hmm. not. Th- make them a snack, all right? Yeah. Make them brush their teeth before they go to bed. That, yeah, that's see, what you're. That's your role. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to change my kid into anything. And besides, I don't think you change somebody. I, I firmly well, believe but, it's something you, you're born with. Well, but you know, one of the one of the things that the the babysitter was saying was that uh, one of the reasons she was doing this because she she felt that this kid was already like showing the tendencies and already and already was that, and she was trying to support the kid. And just kind of like guide her. But I she's guess. not the parent. She wanted to be her Sherpa up the gay mountain. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> Joanna. Nice. Together we will reach the gapex of this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's also yeah, something. out of line just because yeah. is she a trained child psychologist? Yeah. Uh, it, you but know. even then, I mean, if you're a trained child psychologist, what are you doing babysitting? I, th- I think part Times are of the, tough. <laughs> I think part of the thing is too. Did you talk to the parent about it first and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. like, um, is it okay? You know, if I show 
this to your child. Well, it came up. I mean, she must have told him. But see, that thing is, I'm, if I'm remembering because it was after the fact. Like, oh, yeah, she had already that. been doing it and then told. Oh. And then told the father. No. No. See, I understand her want, and I understand wanting to explain that. Because I, I think it who is very... Who was asking? Who, they, who was the a-hole? The parent. The parent. The parent. Okay. See, because this... I, I think it is important for kids to be exposed to that so they know it's in the world. I mean, who was it? Reese Witherspoon just did a, um, an interview where she talked about she didn't know what gay was. Until she moved to L.A. Yeah, until she moved to L.A. And she was at an audition... It. And someone at the audition had to explain to her what being gay was. And she said it went into her role she's in now, Little Fires Everywhere, I think is the name of the show. But when she came to when she came to Hollywood, she was like thirteen years old. Like she, she was, was in movies when she was a very young teenager. Yeah, but I knew what gay was when I was eight or nine. But I also grew up in Palm Springs. I knew you know, what it, I, I knew what even, it was, totally didn't know my aunt was. Oh. Here's one yeah. for you. I didn't mm-hmm. 100% know how babies happened <laughs> until I was a freshman in high school. I mean, I had my Do suspicions. Do you still not know? Yeah, let, <laughs> let's be honest. Suspicions? Stork. Like, I, in eighth grade, I definitely, we had like a like a sex education, not like a uh, an all semester class, but like two hours, and it was with Don't the gym do teacher. It. Guess what? Huh. I still was like, okay, but where does the baby come <laughs> out of? Dude, baby- we watched the video. Oh yeah, we saw that one. Did you well, guys, we I watched mean, the video, but, it, video. but no, I couldn't the, tell what what it was. I still couldn't tell what's where. What? <laughs> I thought you had to cut the in eighth grade. Tummy? Yeah, I thought all births. How else are they going to get out of there? It wasn't until ninth grade uh, but, that I was like, oh, okay, all but right. That's now. what I'm telling you is we watched the birth. Yeah, that was interesting. Yes. You never watched the birth. We watched then? the birth, but it was. But you still couldn't figure out what was happening. <laughs> It was just. Have you ever caught a baby? There was just so much going on. And Did she like <laughs> scream in your video? As weird like as it sounds. It was like an assault on my senses. Yeah, but, but did she make it? I remember the video I watched. She didn't make any noise. Like I thought birthing was just weird. But it, it, like I don't remember her looking in, in pain or anything. As like I, the baby just came out. I can just tell you, I was more confused after seeing the video than I was before. <laughs> Yeah, so. that answered none of my He's questions. Like, I have new questions. <laughs> do you want to give us another "Am I the a hole?" Yeah. Well, do you want to hear really quickly what the other people? Because I, yeah. I have the I have the comments. Oh, okay. I think it's interesting that the guy deleted his own no, "Am I the a hole?" I don't think he did. It says here that it had been removed by the moderator, so it wasn't removed mm. by the person who posted. Like the it. question itself was considered unaskable, it's just, it or says like here, how. Moderators removed this post from feeds for a variety of reasons, including keeping communities safe, civil, and true to their purpose. Hmm. Which is interesting because then, so anyway, basically everybody agrees with you. Like he wasn't the a hole. Uh, okay. The top response on this says, um, I'm a gay woman, but a bit older than your babysitter. I genuinely think this is gross and inappropriate. It is exactly like saying, bet you will have a lot of boyfriends when you grow up. Boys will be attracted to you. People need to stop sexualizing children. She is sick. Six. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. should be worrying about what color she wants her bedroom, not if lots of girls will find her attractive when she grows up. Mm-hmm. If she asks if it's okay to like girls as well as boys, sure. Sexuality should be on the individual ter- individual's mm-hmm. terms, not what someone else thinks is best for them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
And that's the one that pretty much everybody was kind of. And if you're the babysitter, you don't even need to worry about what color the room's going to be. Just make sure you cook the grilled cheese sandwich the way she likes it or whatever, you know? And make sure she doesn't get hurt. Don't let her watch anything she's not supposed to on TV. Get her in bed. You're babysitter. Yeah. You're not a life coach. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got two of them. Okay. Do you want me to give you the headlines and you pick? Because one of them is very similar. So I was trying to find this other one. There's another babysitter trying to... Am I the a-hole for firing our babysitter because of his sexual lifestyle? Oh. And then the other one is, am I the a-hole for referring to Alan Turing being gay as, quote, a problem? I kind of want to know sexual lifestyle because it's like... Yeah. And we stay on the babysitter theme, too. Yeah. Is he having orgies at the house? Because that's a sexual lifestyle that you may have a problem with. Maybe he's celibate. That's a sexual lifestyle. Well, (laughs) let me tell you a story. Oh, I'm ready. So it says here, my husband and I have a five-year-old daughter. We've had the same babysitter for two years. They got got an adult guy to babysit their daughter? Yeah. Didn't you ever see Friends? Um, Was it Freddie Prinze Jr.? He was their babysitter. I babysat for crying out loud. Yeah, I know, but... Still, yeah, you're not Freddie Prince Jr. Though that's I'm not saying that. No, I mean, my my friend wasn't he's dreamy. Uh, my friend Shelly has been a nanny, and she's going to graduate school, so she's like twenty in her late twenties, I think. And she's no, no, still it's a nanny. not. It's not the age that I'm talking it's about. Like it's like an adult male. getting an adult male to babysit uh, an adolescent female. Yeah, just seems you'd have to know him. Yeah, yeah. Well, it says here. Uh, He's always early, will sometimes stay late if something comes up, has a fair asking wage, etc. Some of his private sexual life came to light to us, and we fired him because of it. I want to know if we're the a-hole. Well, I need to know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. I want to know how it came to light. <laughs> like, were they? Let's hear it. Were they YouTubing something? Well, this is an ideal time to break All right. because we're up against it. Yes. And then we can come back and delve a little deeper. Real quick, we got a call. It's Junior on the line. Hi, Junior. Junior. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. good. What's up, Junior? So, I wanted to tell Brandon that if he goes back into the Am I the A-hole post, Ooh, sweet. you could actually find the post again if you keep scrolling through the comments down. It'll actually come up again as a comment in the post. Do you visit the Am I the A-hole uh, subreddit frequently? Uh, more than frequently, almost every day. Oh, really? <laughs> I had a kid. So you like nice. Am I the A-Hole? Okay. Hey, if you find a good one, send it to me yeah. too, man, because I, I, I frequent this thing, but if you ever find a really good one, definitely forward it on. So, like, oh, do, okay. you know, do you know specifically where, the, like, have you seen the one I'm talking about, or are you saying just kind of scroll and I'll find it? Uh, I've seen the one that you're talking about, and I scrolled and I found it. Oh. Well, all right. Uh, Brandon, it's nice to meet a fellow fan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hell thanks, yeah. Junior. Let's thanks for the friends. call. Thanks. All right, we'll see All right. you. Thank All right, you. bye-bye. Uh, yeah, we can come back and do that one, and then I can tell you about the 100-degree uh, the temperatures in Siberia, right? Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll come back. So the one about the male babysitter, does it say what? We're going to find out. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, Brandon, hit us with uh, with a little more detail about the the next am i the a-hole well remember I, I found the original one you want me to read that one to you real quick sure okay so this was the one with the headline of am i the a-hole for firing my babysitter because she wants to make my uh kid a lesbian uh this actually comes from the mom it says me and my husband have two beautiful children uh eight and six uh son is eight daughter is six 
that we need someone to babysit for the day while both of us head out to work. Keep in mind that we also installed nanny cams in our living room and our son's room for the babysitter's cons- uh, with the babysitter's consent. Our babysitter, a 17-year-old female, is a daughter of a friend and is a proud lesbian advocate, to say the least. She's been babysitting our children for about two and a half months now, and I'd actually been getting to know her a bit more and got along with her person, uh, got along with her personality. It wasn't until one day when my daughter began saying strange things after she would leave. Uh, Mommy, the babysitter told me about why I should like girlies, or the babysitter said a lot of girls would like me when I grow up. I didn't know what I, I didn't know what to think of it. So I would just respond with, okay, honey, that's great. Or sure, sweetie. A few days ago, my babysitter tells me my daughter may be a lesbian. I'm confused more than anything because it was really out of the blue. She tells me she's been watching compilations of age-appropriate lesbian shows on YouTube with her and that may have been what awakened her while my son was alone in his room uh, playing by himself. This upsets me, both me and my husband, and the nanny cams confirm what she says. Me and my husband tell her she's no longer welcome to babysit our kids. She's clearly upset and says we wouldn't have done this if she weren't a lesbian. I wa- uh, you know what? Is it almost done? Is, yeah, I honestly didn't know what to say, and I wished her well. Okay, if it had been a 17-year-old boy that you hired babysitting, and he was like, you are going to be a babe when you grow up. Like yeah. uh, you, you just get used to it. You're going to get a lot of attention to guys, and you should really cultivate that. You'd have a problem with that, wouldn't you? Right. It's somebody sexualizing your six-year-old. What mm-hmm. I really find weird, too, is the fact that she let the little boy play in his room and instead pulled the girl in and said, here, let's watch this. If you really wanted to open her up to the differences in people and appreciate them... You You'd would do let it for him, the little boy too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would let him in there too. There would be no reason to exclude the the little boy. Right. Do you think there's a lot of her projecting her own experience? I think there's a lot of projection. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what she's doing could be taken as like grooming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, know, it's very aw- it's very rare that you hear about uh a woman preying on younger Yeah, I mean it does happen. But it it's so rare, but people could certainly take it that way. Mm-hmm. It's like what is this what is this interest in our daughter pertaining to her sexuality that I, I look, I wouldn't want somebody coming over and presenting my kid with a lot of religious material mm-hmm. or trying to get him to like, become there, a fan of a of a of the Longhorns. You're there instance. to watch I mean <laughs> you're there to watch You're there to watch cartoons, you're there to make sure that they're fed, you're there to make sure nothing happens. I mean right. that's really it. You're not there to guide them in life. That is the parents' job. Stick to the job description. Exactly. Okay, so I'm everybody's still in agreement since I've read that one, not the A hole for firing that babysitter. Yeah. Okay, so the next one we had was, am I the a-hole for firing our babysitter because of his sexual lifestyle? It says here, my husband and I have a five-year-old daughter. We've had the same babysitter for two years without issue. He's always early, will sometimes stay late if something comes up, has a fair asking wage, etc. Some of his private sexual life came to light to us, and we fired him because of it. I want to know if we're the a-hole. Where are you leaning on this one? Just based oh, on that's that. That's it. No more information. Like, oh, no, there's more. On the there's sex more. life? No, how, no, there is. Oh, I would need oh. to know what's the behavior. Also, how did you come to this knowledge? Yeah, is this his private stuff? Are there if, videos? It's, if it's separate from, from what he's doing working yeah. for you. Or did they just pa- see him holding hands with his were boyfriend? Were the parents watching porn and then suddenly <laughs> stumbled upon his porn? I, I definitely feel like you I'm not ready. You know what you're ready. hoping for, Joanna. And it was their living room. 
<laughs> I'm not ready to make a familiar. Not ready to make a judgment. All right. All right. What happened was he made a public Facebook post, which I think was meant to be private or sent as a message to someone else. Or maybe he was drunk slash inebriated and did it by mistake. The post was left up for some hours, and I don't think we were meant to see it. The post was a message screen cap between him and someone else. In it, he was telling this other person about a recent sexual escapade. I don't really want to post what he said verbatim, but it involved a, quote, bathhouse. <laughs> Interesting. And then the person even puts in here, I didn't know these still existed. Yeah. Um, anonymous sex, quote, poppers, and quote. <laughs> Why are you laughing so much, Joanna? Because she's... <laughs> Plugged in. She's an ally. She definitely knows. She's an ally. And quote, and quote, prep. Which, I don't know what that means. Which I learned is an HIV preventative drug oh. for unprotected sex. We told him, that, <laughs> we told him, we told him the next morning as he was scheduled to babysit later that night that his services are no longer needed. And upon pressing us, we told him it's because of his recent Facebook post. He was embarrassed, but also very mad, calling us homophobic, etc. It doesn't matter that he's gay or bisexual. We don't know, and we don't really care. It would have been the same reaction if it was a straight person posting about going to an orgy. To me, at least, and not 100% sure about my husband, but I just find what he posted to be extremely vile and irresponsible. I don't want people like that around my daughter. I think for me, it's the drugs. What drugs? The poppers. The poppers. That, those those aren't technically drugs. That's amyl nitrate. Which you could buy at a store. What's a popper? You, Wait, I thought it was... Oh, I, th I was thinking they were taking like ecstasy or something. No, no, no. What oh. is a popper? Like poppers are amyl nitrate, but it, they're, they're not illegal. It's not illegal to buy what, them. What, what do they do? Wait, yeah. did you say it's not illegal? It's not illegal. Okay. What do, what's the feeling? What is it? Um, they're vasodilators, so they uh, open up, uh, you know, blood vessels, and they also loosen up muscles. So, <laughs> specifically rectal muscles. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Is that why the gays are always doing poppers? Not the gays. Wow, dude. Sorry, well, sorry, sorry. Wow. No, no, back that up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's one reason, yeah. Also, it causes lightheadedness. Okay, by the time, okay, people, okay, but miss, it's the misuse of the pop. Yes, you know. Yeah, but still, for issue. me, by that point, I would say I'm like, it's your illegal drug use using poppers. Then he would have to explain what a popper is. By this, I point, thought I would I, actually. I thought a popper would have had an effect, like Lisa was talking about, like ecstasy. Oh or, yeah, like you're popping pills. You're yeah, like you're that, that's how I took it. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to relax any specific muscles below the belt. But by that point, but him having to explain illegal. to me what it's a popper is. It's not, yeah. Yeah, but by the time he's done explaining to me that it's releasing his muscles, I'd be like, this is weird for both of us, isn't it? Like, you, uh, I guess stop. the bottom line is you, you have a right to decide what you're comfortable with or mm -hmm. not comfortable with with your babysitter. I mean, I don't think you... I don't think you owe the babysitter an explanation I mean it might be polite to give it to him but um, yeah you didn't I mean whatever it is you just had to say you know what this isn't going to work out anymore and not be like oh, it's or, because of or, your... well, or but, just ghost him 
Right. Yeah, be like, you know what? Well, you couldn't because he was scheduled to babysit later that night. Oh. And so they had to let him know, like, hey, you know, your services are no longer needed. And it does say that um, he kind of pressed the issue as to why. Hmm. Yeah, I would say poppers because I thought poppers were like illegal drugs. And then by the time he explained it to me, it's going to be real uncomfortable for both of us. I'd be like, look, I know way too much about your sex life now. Like my brain. Good for you. Is there a non-sexual reason that people would buy amyl nitrate? To lower your blood pressure. Oh, okay. Or cyanide poisoning. And it's, uh, I just saw it's amyl nitrite, not amyl nitrate. Amyl nitrite. Okay. Um... You know, but I'm gonna go not not no not. Are not they the are they confusing this person's normal sex life though as something that's atypical? Like they just compared it to an orgy for a straight person. Well, bathhouse. Yeah, but that might just be Friday. That's you know? a Tuesday. <laughs> that's a Tuesday. <laughs> for the gays in my life. So yeah. uh, so maybe they are discriminating. Looking at you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> they, they might be confusing what a normal sex life is for people with. You know, homosexuality. No, yeah. no, the bathhouse scene is definitely right. I don't think there's a there's a heterosexual bathhouse scene. I mean, there was, I think, on like Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, in Rome. Yeah. There was. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so now. But do, do you know what I mean? Do you think they're confusing this person's normal sex life as something that is illicit? Look, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Like, yeah. do you? Exactly. For me, it's do you, but I would... Uh, well, I, not doing them. But apparently, it, it, had no ah. eff- it had no effect on his ability to, to babysit. Wait, so whose side are you on? The babysitters? I'm on the babysitter side. Oh, respect. Okay. Uh, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm still on my side that I wouldn't know what poppers is, and by the time he described <laughs> it, it'd be weird for are all Are they like us. party poppers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ones you get to the dollar store, four for a buck? And the confetti shoots out the end? You know, something shooting out well, the end. Sometimes it's confetti. I don't know. I, I, say, I say not the a-hole. Okay, so Buzz is saying not the a-hole. Nico, I'm guessing you're saying they Total are. Total a-hole. Yeah, you guys are just confusing. Oh, Joanna, I want as, as an advocate for the community. Let me know. What do you think? I think that that message was meant to be private. Yeah. And I'm sure he had every reason to be upset when they told him, well, your message is what caused this. And knowing how the gays act, yeah, he probably was like, "You're." Homophobic. Oh, you said it too. You said it just like Buzz did. I can say that. She's thick, got a pass. It com- yeah, yeah, it comes out way nicer when Joanna says yeah. it. She's already thick in the community. Way nicer. But <laughs> I saw some videos this weekend of people sure at the gay bar looking for Joanna. I want like, to defend myself yet? here for a second. And there's no way this is going to dig a hole, but some of my best friends are gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure if it was a straight babysitter <laughs> that was into the swinger some, scene, they yeah. might, they yeah. might have a, a problem with like that. That was unearthed. I'm sure they would also have a problem with that yeah. as well. I can, I can. So I can see the the babysitter side, but I can also see the parents. So side. What, but what are you saying, Joanna? Is, is, is the a hole? Not the a hole. Not the a hole. Okay. Well. Lisa, are you side with Joanna? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say not because once again, I wouldn't know what the pills were by the time they explained it. Oh, they're not pills, by the way. Like it's a little thing that you inhale. You from, inhale it's a little it. bottle. Oh, it makes it sound oh, like see? you're popping even a pill. It really does. does. I had I no know idea. Way too much. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sitting here like, wait, you're doing what now? I'll explain to you later, Lisa. Thank when you. I when I read Poppers the first time I read this one, I immediately went to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when he's talking about that uppers, downers, reds, lappers, zingers, like, Bennies, Poppers. <laughs> are you? 
can buy them like a side store. You guys could try them later. A whole galaxy of drugs. Why would I want to? Why not? Are you trying to get Buzz to do poppers <laughs> for some reason? No, this was about like just a scientific. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what does Reddit to the say? People at Reddit, they are calling this person an a hole. Oh, really? Yeah, they're saying here there are plenty of people going to be coming into contact with a child over the next fifteen years. Teachers, sports coaches, child minders. Not really sure. What it, I've never heard that before. Chances are lots will be non-vanilla things. The question is, does it impact the job they are doing? No, you can't police people's personal lives. Well, do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, they're not. he's not doing anything illegal. And just because you don't agree with the lifestyle it doesn't change i mean it's it would be one thing too if the guy had only been babysitting a couple of times and you weren't quite sure how it was going to play out this has been the babysitter for two years Mm -hmm. and this child is only five so there's been no issues up until this point so obviously this private part of his lifestyle doesn't affect the the job the the babysitter it really affects the but i do but but i do but i do i i agree wholeheartedly with your ability to fire whoever it is. Like, I, I, I completely agree that you have that right. But I also believe that this guy's personal life had nothing to do with his, his, his babysitting. Mm-hmm. And I want to say... On be- <laughs> what the hell was that? That was my... Did you, sat, did, like you your your did you move your head when you did that? Okay, Nico. I, th- I think the idea of doing poppers and going to a bathhouse is not is about as common in the gay community as going to a swinger club would be. I'm just saying, that's not like, oh, well, that's what gay, all gays do is go to a bathhouse and have anonymous sex. Any more than that's what most straight couples do. It's not. I mean, there's probably some of that that goes on. It may even be more so in the... You know what? I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've already, no, you've already not going yeah, good. Say, you've already committed Jesus. your answer. You don't need to dig the hole deeper. Sleep and that's beautiful. Stop. This is really funny to watch. So there try, you go. Just try to watch Buzz just like filter like what. <laughs> it what dawns they, on him yeah, and you can do? see it on his face. Where do they go? Especially right after he says it, and then he has that thought of, "Man, I wish life had DVR and I could rewind right <laughs> yeah. now." And I'm still stuff. sitting here like, "Okay, if they don't pop the pill, then do they pop the top?" Like I don't. I mean, it's kind of homophobic like to say, can? "Well, that's just how gays normally uh, have sex." That's uh, not. That's probably not. not you know, all of the gays. Pr- is it like when they pop bottles? Okay, like, but do they it sounds like you're implying that it's most, Joanna. Not most, but... I wouldn't say it's unheard of. It's exactly. definitely not unheard of. As not as not members of the gay community. Can I just say, I love gays. Love you guys. <laughs> and girls. All the gays. Across mm-hmm. the board. Blanket. <laughs> love you. You could just say you love all human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of... Buzz is all happy all, pride. Uh, I, you yeah, know happy what? pride Anything. month, everybody. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. Happy Pride Month. Somebody in the chat said that they thought they were jalapeno poppers. Oh. <laughs> well, we're going to do some poppers, and then we'll be ready to go for go. bathhouse night. Gotta get yeah. some, first, we go to Chili's. Yeah, they're like, we're going to get some, some jalapeno poppers. Are they stuffed poppers? <laughs> oh. What's happening? 
All right. This Good is Fittingly, they do this is loosen your talk, rectum y'all. muscles. Oh, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> At least they're not called poopers. <laughs> <laughs> so they should be called. Listen, Joanne has to explain a lot of things. I'll, I'll, I'll explain later, Lisa. <laughs> okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Hey, are there any movies that you find yourself frequently recommending to people? Yes. This is why I still buy DVDs. Like, there are movies you like, but then there are movies, and then there are movies you love, but then there are movies that you love so much you could picture yourself saying, hey, we need to watch Pacific Rim right this second. (laughs) (laughs) What I found out is I have so many streaming services, you'd think I'd have every movie available, but when you really want to watch something, it's hard to find, you know. Well, you can generally find it on Amazon Prime. You may just have to pay for you, it you have, for the streaming. That's true, but for finding it for free. Mm-hmm. So if it's a movie that I, I think in the future I'm going to, like, at one in the morning, suddenly be st- struck with the urge to, t- to watch this movie, I want to make sure that I own it. So that's why I still buy DVDs. So what are the movies that you find yourself frequently recommending? I don't know if it's a, considered a good movie, but I always like it when I watch it with my friends. I, lo- I like the movie Soul Plane with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> okay, okay. Out of all the movies on this planet, mm-hmm. that's the first one that comes to mind. That's huh? the one I would I would tell people to watch with their friends, <laughs> but but probably don't watch it by yourself because you won't like it. But if you watch it with friends, it's funny. Once upon a uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood is one that I frequently find myself like like 10 times you've watched it like i've watched 13. it probably 10 times <laughs> but also if i find out somebody hasn't seen it, i'm up for watching it again of course it takes me four hours to watch once upon a time in hollywood because i have to explain like okay that is so and so and he was married to sharon tate and sharon T- so i have to give my uh, did you know charles manson was actually a very short person yeah uh, so you're kind of like pop-up video but much more annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I even did that blue. Nico knows. Sound? Like I'll have to stop and I'll have to explain. Okay, so this guy, so he has a real interesting blue. story. And I've actually you listened to you listen to Lisa's stories, and it's actually the same way you interrupt news or any <laughs> any other segment with with just you know facts and with ideas. Yeah. <laughs> what can I tell you? I'm a I'm an interesting mother. Sometimes I just need to share that oh, with. So are you saying that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the one that you would recommend to people? No, there are just some movies that I that I find myself recommending. Like if I find out somebody's never seen Shakespeare in Love, that's one. I'll be like, you got to watch that. <laughs> so I, I still buy stuff on DVD. Mm-hmm. You still have your Blockbuster card? <laughs> There's only one Blockbuster left. And it's in, in Alaska. No, oh, it's in Oregon. Oregon. Brandon, hit, hit us with some of these most frequently named movies in that people said, well, the, the, what the is the premise? That, yeah, so the question was, people sharing the one movie that they're always recommending to people, and I want to see if, and there's 30 total on this list, I want to see if it's a movie you have either seen, and if you've seen it, do, would you recommend it? All right. Are you saying Soul Plane is not on the list? I don't believe so. Okay. But is Idiocracy on the list? Because that's one I frequently tell people you need to watch. See, I, I think of all the movies Let's for you, Idiocracy would be number one. It's up there. 
for sure. Well, the first one on this list is The Prestige. And a person says a pretty wild cat and mouse game between Wolverine and Batman that keeps you switching who you root for. And Black Widow's in there. Yeah. That's a good movie. Everybody here seen it? Yeah. The Prestige? Yeah. 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 No. Uh, Should we exempt Lisa from this? Wait, what do you mean Black Widow's in it? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah, okay. Not the character. I was like, I didn't think there was another well, Marvel that's what movie. I was thinking Batman too. I was like, also was in it. I know. Yeah. I was like, what, <laughs> what, what universe is this in? Is this the magician movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have Wikipedia. It's yeah. the prestige, Morty. <laughs> it's the prestige. But remember. Oh. I just prestiged you, Morty. <laughs> But remember, because there was this, and then there was the one with Edward Norton. The Illusionist. The Illusionist, and they Mm -hmm. came out the same summer, I think. Yes. Yeah. And it was, I always got the two confused, but the Prestige, I definitely would recommend. Ooh, do you want me to spoil? Do you want me to do spoilers for all the movies? Nope. No, because. Okay. Because someone out there is not going to see, has not seen it. You should see the the point. And this is us recommending it it to you guys. Wolverine actually uses teleportation created by (laughs) Nikolai Tesla. This movie's eight years old, man. You, you should see his face and the smile he gets when he wants to spoil things. Yeah. Like, he gets a thrill out yeah. of it. But again, the whole point is you're recommending this movie to somebody who has hasn't not seen, seen it. it. So why would you recommend it and then tell them how it is? Well, ends? I wouldn't do that in real life, but I just want to do it here. <laughs> this, this is, is real life. life. This is real life, dude. Well, I didn't recommend, the, pre- I didn't recommend the prestige to anybody. I just told you what, what happened. Oh, good Lord. All right, well, the next one. What did list- he do with all the dead Hugh Jackman? Okay, we got to move on. There's 30 on this list. All right, number two on this one. I know there's a couple of people that are big fans of this movie on the show. Okay. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I recommend that. That's yeah. a good movie. I haven't seen it. It's still sitting in my queue. I gotta watch it. Have you seen good. the TV show, though? Because I haven't seen the movie, no, but I've, I've seen heard, the show. Buzz says oh, the TV show is even better than the movie. The show's really good. It is. Man, I gotta watch Love the movie. I, I love the TV show even, even I'm more. I love in the movie when they're trying to get into a club and they're they're telling the bouncer, you have to... You have to in. ask us in. <laughs> Can you just invite us? <laughs> Uh, number three on this no, list. No, I need, I need you to do it verbally. <laughs> <laughs> number three on this list, The Thing. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever recommended it, but I, I've certainly seen it. So kind of maybe eh on recommending? It's a good movie. I've never recommended it. Okay. Number four on this list, Children of Men. Ooh, that's a that good is one. Good one. That, that movie was, always makes me sad I when I watch it. Super sad. Just I so feel sad. like it's supposed to be set in this year? Was it this year? I believe year? it's supposed to be set in 2020, yeah. yeah. <gasps> and the the virus that goes around the world that prevents people from making babies. Yeah, that's a good movie. Spoiler alert: a baby is born, but it's to oh, a refugee. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he. Nico, do you notice Lisa and Brandon are not laughing at that? They don't like this shtick one bit because it's stupid. That's why I'm going to keep Stop. doing it. Because the whole point of this is that we're recommending the movies to you people who haven't seen them. You don't recommend a movie to somebody and then spoil it for them right there. You're that Ugh. you're that bratty ass kid yeah, on the playground that goes around Dumbledore kicking dies. the other kids. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like you're obnoxious is what you've become. Buzz, later we're gonna di- deep dive into what the need is for you to do that. Yeah, he gets a kick out of it. Uh, number four. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Number five on this is the Count of Monte Cristo. I've never seen that. With is that Guy, Guy Pierce? Pierce? Yeah. Is that the one with uh, was that Antonio Banderas? Wait. I so never what's saw the it. One with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's Man in the Iron. Yeah. Man. Oh. Yeah. 
No, that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever seen I've the kind of Monte Cristo it. either. I didn't either. Who directed it? Was it a, was it somebody cool like Guy Ritchie or something? It's, I thought it was. I don't know. I mean, I'll check it out. Uh, the next one on this list. Oh man, this is one I recommend. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, the count over gets his and revenge over and over <laughs> and over. I'm going to end this segment if you keep doing it. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> you just I haven't, it seen, it, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But it's, it's a book that was it's, written 200 years ago. It's kind of like... Nico, you're out. Stop enabling him. Keep God, going. Funny. This is why he likes Nico here. Yeah. yeah. He enables funny. the childish What tendency. did we say in the meeting the other day about Nico's role? That he needs to bring out the funny yeah. buzz more. Right. So... You know, it's interesting because we just got a message on Facebook from somebody, and it's the next movie on this list. So, Philip, thank you for sending this. This is one I recommend over and over and over. Tombstone. Well, sure. If every if somebody hasn't seen Tombstone, they need to. That needs to be fixed. But that's right the point. But that's so. That's the premise of this. It's these. It's movies that for some reason people have not seen, and that. Everybody always immediately recommends. They're like, "Oh, I've never seen Tombstone. I recommend it. You got to watch it." Tombstone is the uh, western, right? Yeah, with uh, Wyatt Earp. Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp, and uh, Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. Sam That's Elliott's right. in it. One of the Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman. I don't remember which one. He's in it. Paxton is it the one? Yeah, the one who played Chet in Weird Science. Mm-hmm. You're stewed, buttwad. How about if I do non-spoiler spoilers? Then that's fine. Okay, non-spoiler spoiler for Tombstone. There was no cure for tuberculosis back in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's okay. That's, that's much good. better. That's much better. <laughs> okay, right, next one on this. That's list. my challenge. Next one on this list. <laughs> Clue. Yeah, I never saw that. That came out. Like, really? Oh, such a good movie. Clue is it? hilarious, yes. and you can't really spoil this one because there's like five different endings. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. They had a different ending depending on which theater you saw it in. And then now when you watch, watch it, 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 gives, all the it gives all the different endings to it. No, which, I never saw it. Which is cool as a oh, fan of a movie great. where you just like to see every possible it outcome. Is. I remember when that movie came out in theaters. I don't think it got good reviews no, when it came out. No, I don't out. think it did well. I think it's become more of a cult thing after the fact All like right. when it would start being shown on Comedy Central and stuff like that you know what I did see the other day that's really good and it just made me think about it because it's kind of like a mystery and a lot like Clue I think they even reference Clue is Knives Out if you didn't go see Knives that, Out it's solid I just watched it Knives Out is fantastic yeah. and I just like to remind Buzz that when I brought up talking about Knives Out when the trailer came out he went nah I don't really care about it mm-hmm. well, there you go I've seen it all right, so you can give a big spoiler on this next one, or I'll give it away. Titanic. Nope. <laughs> yeah, the boat sinks. Um, he doesn't know he's in a TV show. Oh, uh, Truman Show. Truman Show. Yeah, that's or one Ed of the... TV. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that was a TV uh, he, show. He knows he's in a TV show. In that yeah, one. this one. Yeah, it's the Truman Show. Ed TV wasn't a TV show. Ed TV. Ed TV was a movie. It was. For some what uh, there was a TV show. I thought that that uh, Mr. Ed. No, <laughs> not a horse. I mean, TV was a movie. All right, we got to power through these because we got to take a break. Do you want to take a break and come back and do more, or do you just want me to, to cycle through these? What do you want to do? Take a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back we're and about, do more. We'll, 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 we'll get through some here. We'll leave you with this one, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, that's such a good movie. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. And I think that's his first comeback movie after the whole drug thing. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? 
No, I've heard of it, but I thought it was like a kung fu movie. No. <laughs> no, it's kind of like a mystery. Kind no. Of. Do you recommend it? It says here, a murder mystery brings together a private eye, a struggling actress, and a thief masquerading as an actor. Uh-uh. Yeah, just really well acted. It's kind of a funny script. I've only, like, just, I recognized the title, but I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And then, then I guess Nico recommends it to you. Absolutely. Nico, spoil it for him. Um, I'm kidding. No, we're going to break. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. No, nah, we'll be back. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Get back to this uh, movie suggestions, movies that people love to suggest to other people, and yep. and keep you throw them at me. I'm going to throw spoilers back for all of them. Hopefully, oh, non-spoiler spoilers. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, this next one, I got a feeling you probably haven't seen The Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Nah, I never was a cartoon guy. That's funny that you bring that up. I was just telling Buzz uh, that we need to watch this new show that's animated. Um, and Buzz, for some reason, hates any animated. I don't hate. I'm just not interested. Unless it's the Goofy movie. Goofy movie is really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> what about animation don't you like? I, I'm just not that interested in it. Like you never like Spirited Away or My Friend Totoro? No. Okay. Watership Down. Oh, God. Rescue right. Rangers. Oh, my God. All right, this next one I know. Non-spoiler, spoiler. Rabbits are brutal, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, the next one on this list I know Buzz would uh, be recommending this to people. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's not even my number one Monty, Monty Python, Python movie. movie. Yeah. My number Life one is Brian? Life of Brian. There you go. You got to see this. Wait till it gets to the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, the next one on this list has a lot of the Monty Python actors in it. But I don't believe it's a Monty Python movie. Is it Fish Called Wanda? A fish Called oh, Wanda. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but it only has uh, John Cleese in it. It's got... Uh, it's got Eric Idle as well. Eric Idle's oh, in it. Oh, that's right. He's the one who stutters. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. I should I should watch that again. That's definitely one that's worth, write that uh, down. worth checking out. This next And one, actually, I can't spoil that one because it has been so long, I don't remember what ends up happening. There you go. Well, this next one I have not seen. Edge of Tomorrow? Looks like Emily Blunt is in it. Oh, and Tom Cruise? I'm guessing it just shows a picture of Emily Blunt here. Does it look like she's fighting aliens? She does fight aliens. Yeah. yeah. A soldier fighting aliens uh, gets to re- oh gets to relive the yeah. same day over and over again, the day restarting every time he dies. That also reminds me of, did you ever mm. see, oh, it had Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and it's about the train crash. Oh, uh, source, and it turns source out code. Source, source code, code, yeah. That is a great, that was good. great movie. And Edge of Tomorrow was good. I've o- I only saw it the one time in the theater, and it was good, but I I haven't seen it since then. Next one on this list, Blazing Saddles. Uh, yep. That's almost an essential. Like, if you're a fan of comedy in any way, you have to see Blazing Saddles. But I also would, wouldn't say that that's the best Mel Brooks movie. What would them. you go with? I'd probably go with Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein is classic. Well, Young Frankenstein is on this list as well. I might go with History of the World. Huh? Nobody's going Spaceballs, huh? Nobody's going oh, Spaceballs or Spaceballs Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Young Dave Chappelle and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Blazing Saddles, I don't think that would play as well now. <laughs> oh, it, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. <laughs> like, I'm surprised people aren't asking for that to be taken. It, it really... 
drives home the the way that how you how you talked about race and mm-hmm. joked about race was yeah. very different in 1970. But you don't you don't see people calling for Mel Brooks to be uh, boycotted or this movie to be boycotted. People kind of like there was a scene that, he, that. that Mel Brooks did. I don't know if you'd call it red face, but you know, dressed up like a Native American chief and darkened his skin. But mm-hmm. that's a red face. Yeah. Next one on this list, I don't. I think it's maybe talking about the first version, but there are a couple different versions of this one. Twelve Angry Men. I would recommend that to anybody. The one with either Henry Ford. One. Yeah, either with one. Uh, Jack God, Lemon. Henry Henry uh, Henry Fonda. Fonda. Thank you, God. Or uh, Jack Lemon. I, th- I think Jack Lemon was in the update. But man, yeah, either either one of those. Now Jack Lemon was really original. I thought. Was he in both then? Maybe. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That was one of those movies that we actually watched in school. I don't think he was in the original. Jack Lemmon not in the original? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next one. So this is one I know that's been recommended. Oh, you know you. who was? Carl Malden was in the original. That's mm-hmm. who I was thinking. I know this one is one that's been recommended to you. Yeah. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. I've heard people recommend it. I would I've recommend never it. Never gotten around seeing it's it. It's a great. It's a great, great movie. Because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's first of all it's got Alan Tudyk in it. And he's hilarious. And it's just these two kind of bumbling idiots who it's a it's a it's a non horror horror movie. Kinda like how Shaun of the Dead was a zombie movie, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's just it's it's an incredibly well done movie. It's pretty it's pretty funny. Uh, another one on this list, My Cousin Vinny. Would you recommend it? Sure. What's a Ute? Uh well, yeah, I'd recommend it. Did you say Ute? What is a ute? What is pause attraction? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nico, what was the movie that you said that you recommend to everybody? Soul Plane. Okay, well, that's isn't it, but Airplane uh-huh. did make this list of movies that people <laughs> recommend uh, first and foremost to anybody that they know. Mm. I would say, yeah, Airplane stands up. It's, it, I would say it's almost as funny as Soul Plane. And is that the uh, is that the end of the list? No, we got a few more here. All right, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. The Matrix. Yes. I mean, I think everybody's seen The Matrix, haven't they? But that's the thing is that maybe if you haven't, I mean, you think about that that movie's like twenty one years old. Stop and think about that for a minute. I, it, it still blows my mind every time I watch it. I cannot get excited about the fourth Matrix movie. No matter what, because they went but down in quality. That, that, that means so it's probably going to be good. Maybe. You said the same thing about Knives Out. Right, Joanna? Yep. All right, a few more on this list. Galaxy Quest? Yes. <laughs> Galaxy Quest is great. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Iron Giant. Oh, that is a good one. It's another cartoon. Anna. You're out. Vin Diesel. Voice in the Iron Giant in that one. Here you go. I know this is one that you've seen, and I would be willing to bet you recommend it. Best in Show. Uh, yeah, definitely one that I recommend. Along yeah. with a Mighty Wind. Mm-hmm. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, almost any of those mockumentaries that that group has done are brilliant. Uh, number one, uh, another one on this list: Shaun of the Dead. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I would recommend that for anybody who's maybe not even a horror fan. If you're a comedy fan, you'd like it. Definitely. A horror fan, you'd like it too. 
And make then, it and put in hot fuzz there and make it a double feature. There you go. <laughs> it's hot fudge. Or the hot alien, fuzz is pretty good. What was the alien one? Paul. They, oh yeah. Yeah, there was um, mm. Seth Rogen voicing the alien in that one. Yeah. This next one you could do a double feature as well. People recommend Snatch. Load that up with Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch is great. I always recommend it. Maybe even a, a triple feature with Rock and Roller. Rock a Roller. Or is that was it? Rock a Roller. Rock a Roller. Yeah. Snatch is such a good movie. All right, a few more. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh yeah. Sometimes I'll pop that out. George hey, Clooney is in that one. Yeah. And the last John Turturro. Oh, that's right. And the last one on this list, Tremors. People apparently. Oh, hell um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Tremors, we found man. one Buzz is really going to recommend. <laughs> Can you spoil Tremors, Buzz? Um, There's things in the ground. Yeah. Uh, step. Like a non-spoiler spoiler? Yeah. Kevin Bacon. It's a good thing Reba McIntyre and the dad from Family Ties were gun nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, there's your list. So if anybody has any other movies they highly recommend, you can always share it over in the uh, Facebook chat. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. You want to get to some neckline calls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's Let me give out the number. If you want to leave a message, you call and leave a message on the neckline. You can do that 24 hours a day, any day of the week at 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. Leave a message for us, and it might get played back on the air. Now, if you want to call into the show and uh, join us live, that's the toll-free studio line. That number is 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210. Before we get to this first call, I've got a, a, a BJ at the Movies uh, suggestion. Oh. We oh. haven't done this since quarantine started. Yeah. I want to see Tenet. I want to see that too. This weekend. It doesn't come out. It this doesn't weekend. come out. Until July. That yes. comes out at the end of July. What's this about a BJ at the movies? Buzz and Joanna at the oh. movies. We go see a movie together. Buzz and Joanna we were gonna, at the movies. movies. Oh we God. were going to do it and do it like once a week or twice a month. Awesome. That sounds way more fun. Yeah, than but then. Or pandemic. once every pandemic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it turned into once every pandemic. <laughs> do you remember what was the one movie that we we did go see? Before the pandemic started. Invisible Man. Invisible Man, yeah. Yeah. Right. We liked it, didn't we? We did. Invisible Man. Man. No, yeah, because yeah, I was like, Man. for a second I thought, that was Invisible Woman because it was the girl from uh, Handmaid's Tale. And it's like, oh, no, no. She was. Spoiler alert. So, end of July, BJ at the movies? Are, are more theaters going to be open? I saw that. Uh, Premiere yes. at Bassett Place could, open. Could you still Cinemark do it? Cinemark movies, are, uh, theaters are opening up next month. Uh, if, if you could do it at your house, then you could do it there, too. What? Like, you could stream the new, like, uh, Pete Davidson movie. Like, it came out on VOD. The King of Staten Island. Yeah. I want to see I don't that. think Tenet is coming out. On VOD? You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think that's part of the deal if they're going into the movie theaters again, that they're not going to have them on streaming. Oh, cool. For at least a few months. Because there's a movie They're coming out. They're trying to salvage the, the mm-hmm. theater business. Yeah, there's one that's coming out July 17th, too. What's it called? Um, I don't think you want to see it, but it's... You'd be surprised. Uh, it's, an, it's animated. Uh, Cutthroat City. Never heard of it. No. This is one with uh, RZA from Wu-Tang. Ah! When yeah. does Mulan come out? Yeah, that one is going to be... Uh, it's a, height dr- a heist drama uh, set in New Orleans, and it has like... Uh, a bunch of different people in it. 
Okay. <laughs> well, put me down for tenant. Well, you're you're making it sound good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, okay, out of options. Uh, a family. Uh, oh, they, oh, this happens in New Orleans, Lower Ninth Ward. <laughs> they return after Hurricane Katrina to find their homes decimated, no jobs, and no help from FEMA. Out of options, they reluctantly turn to a local gangster who offers them one shot at turning their situation around by pulling off a dangerous heist in the heart of the city. When the job goes bad, the friends find themselves on the run, hunted by two relentless detectives and a neighborhood warlord who thinks they stole all of the heist money from them. Tenant is what I want to see. Let's go see Tenant. But that's not this weekend? No. No. Next month. Next month. It's like July 17th, too. I think it's July 31st. Oh, they moved it back. All right. here's uh, (laughs) Here's our first call that we got on the neckline. Morning, guys. Hey, so I'm hearing that uh, Buzz is having trouble getting on board the Always Sunny train. I think the problem is you're watching it with Nico. doesn't seem like he's showing you the right episodes. I mean, all episodes I think are great, but there's a few standouts, such as Charlie yeah. Work, the gang tries to win an award, and, oh, the gang solves the bathroom crisis. Oh, yeah. Those are just the three off the top of my head. Try those out. I think you'll enjoy the humor, Buzz. All right, have a good day. Good picture. Charlie Work is incredibly well done. I, that's one of my favorite episodes. Is that the one where it's almost one take? And, yeah. And they have to and he's running around. around. Yeah. So basically, the food inspector is showing up, and they're in the middle of this scam with airline miles and, and chickens. And, and free steaks, or and yeah, and, and free steaks, and it's just it's, and then Charlie's basically trying to get them to pass inspection, and they're all like, "Oh, we we, we pass every year," and he's like, "Yeah, because I put in the work. What are you guys doing?" And then it's all the work that he puts in to make sure that they're able to pass. It's a great episode. Uh, I, I really watched that, a couple more episodes, and I really wasn't feeling it. You laughed. Oh, you laughed several times. It, you keep watching it. Yeah. It, you, yeah. it wasn't hysterical laughing, but you were laughing several I times. La- one of the things I laughed at was like a pratfall. Yeah, so you laugh like when the falls. Yeah, I laugh when somebody falls. <laughs> yeah. That's you great. know what I think? You don't like when the episodes center around the bar. Like when they're just all hanging out at the bar and things are going on around there. Like he likes the Have ones you where not they shown go him Charlie McDennis? I have not. I've been, I've been kind of waiting for him to get a feel for the characters more before I see, show him Dude, that one. Dude, he asked in our meeting on Tuesday, hey, let's play a game. Which member of It's Always Sunny are we? <laughs> yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says Brandon's he's Dennis. Yeah, he says, I'm Dennis. Yeah. I'm probably Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Joanna's Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> Who's and Frank? Lisa, Lisa, You're Artemis. Frank, if anything. I'm not Frank. No. You got all the money. Yeah, it kind of is. You're kind of yeah. gross sometimes. Okay. Well, you eat with your mouth open every once in a while. You like hookers? Wine in a can? I don't like, I mean, I don't have anything against okay. hookers. Who's <laughs> mm-hmm. Lisa? D. Yeah. <laughs> that's the closest one, I think. I've like, never that's, seen the show. Yeah. Well, you're D. Okay. Okay. Thanks you for the You need to show him an episode with. Um, your good friend that you did comedy with in Los Angeles. Uh, Gail, Gail the Snail. Snail. I already Gail did. The, we watched the Gail the Snail episode. <laughs> she said, I had a funny joke once. <laughs> the actress who plays Gail the Snail said, yeah. you, you had a funny joke? Yeah, she was like, hey, nice bit. <laughs> she was being nice. Yeah, she was. <laughs> Hi, Morning Show. I just wanted to ask a question. Uh, Buzz, did you ever, or Brandon or whoever, did you ever watch the series The Watchmen on HBO, which is 
the initial uh, premise was based on the um, Oklahoma riots in the 20s, which is a true fact. I'm sure Buzz knows all about it. But I wanted to hear your uh, reflection or your, you know, your opinions on that. Have a good day. Bye. On the show or the historical event or both? Probably both. Do you know? What? I thought it was great. I th- I really enjoyed it. Like I uh, would look forward the riots. To it. You really loved it. Yes, super entertaining. I'd look forward to every Sunday night when the riot. No, of course not the riots. The the Watchmen. Yeah. Really the good. funny thing is, so we're coming up on the 100 year anniversary of the Tulsa race riots of 1921. And you grew up in Oklahoma. I did. I'd never heard of that. Like that was not something that That's got taught in state history. They not talked when about I was, a lot, huh? Not when I was that they didn't even teach it in history books for you. Yeah, every year. I, I guess, why does it go from page twenty four to page twenty nine? <laughs> no, I think it was something that had been kind of hushed up since it happened. Like and they dropped it, bombs on Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. Some people flew uh, planes, so a lot of the people who were on both sides had some war experience because World War One had just ended a couple of years before. So uh, here's what happened: uh, there was a uh, a young man, I think he like uh, shine shoes in a building, and he was African American. His name was Dick Rowland. Dick Rowland got into an elevator. The elevator operator which they used to have back in those days, I mean, mm-hmm. was a, a Caucasian girl. People heard the girl scream and assumed that he had attacked her. The girl came out later and said, he had stepped on my toe accidentally, and that's why I screamed. But at that point, they had already taken him to the, to the jail, mm-hmm. and a mob was forming outside. Well, while this white mob was forming... Uh, African Americans from the Greenwood District, which was uh, that that is known as Black, Black Wall, Wall Street, Street during the time, gathered to protect him. And some of these guys were armed because they were also World War One veterans. Well, anyway, uh, the, it ended up turning violent. A lot of that area, not only the businesses, but a lot of the homes, which were you know very very nice homes, uh, were burned. And at some point, uh, dynamite was thrown out of airplanes. So you could picture like 1921. The old prop plane. The old prop plane, maybe a biplane, you know, like a really old-timey plane. And they were just lighting sticks of dynamite and throwing it out. And a lot of people got killed. It, An it entire t- generation of, uh, of uh, middle-class African-American people, too, were displaced, weren't they? Yeah, people left, like, uh, you know, people who survived it left because they just felt it wasn't safe being there anymore. And uh, that was kind of the... You need to know about this event for Watchmen, and it and it shows they you. They show you, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I thought Watchmen was really, really great. You know what I'm excited about? You know how I don't have HBO anymore? Hulu has been putting up different HBO shows, mm-hmm. and... Watchmen just became available within oh, the past cool. week. So you haven't seen it yet? No. I recommend I, it. I tried to, and it just, it was, there was too much going on, and there was other shows I was trying to catch up on, and it just kind of got pushed to the side, and eventually I, I was, like, going through my bills. I'm like, I haven't gone to HBO since Game of Thrones ended, so hmm. I just canceled the HBO subscription. But now Hulu is putting a bunch of stuff up there. I will say it's very dense of a show. You have to sit there and go through flash forwards and flashbacks and really be paying attention to 
to all the exposition. Yeah, it's not a it's not a show you watch casually to turn your mind off. Yeah. I mean, it's Lou Gossett Jr.'s in it. I haven't seen Lou Gossett Jr. in anything. He's great uh, in it, so I definitely recommend it. But this riot, I think, is going to be commemorated next year on the 100th anniversary, the the Tulsa race uh, riot. Now we always had like a government or a state history class, and they never they never talked about it. I didn't I didn't find out about it until like in the 90s as and an adult. I, yeah. So I think it was I think it was kind of covered up. Yeah, this is being from Abilene. I must say. Oh, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. What are you What are you hoping for? I'm, from Dean? I'm, I mean, because you know, he made the one call. It was kind of like, Dean, what are you doing, man? Where he's, oh, uh, about Black Lives Matter. It was like, come on, Dean. You're better than this. Right. Yeah, this is Dean from Abilene. And I must say, I absolutely love your program. <laughs> what I have to say is, they're talking about uh, this Trump rally, and they're making people sign waivers. So if you come here and you don't social distance, you have to do something. Well, didn't the riots cure all that? It only took one man to die to cure the virus. I don't what? like where this is going, Dean. Right, Dean, what's, what's happening? But did he say love or loathe our program? Loathe. No, I thought he said love. Nah, no, he see? said loathe. It's not, I, I thought he said loathe. Go back. See what's it, what is he saying? Do we have another? Uh, um, what were those two words that everybody would confuse? Laurel. Oh. He says loathe. I, I think he's saying love, and he's trying to make it. Mm. I don't know what he's doing there, but but anyway, let's get into this. How could anybody still be worried about COVID nineteen because the the Black Lives Matter protest cured it? So, is the point he's making, I think, Dean. She has to do something. Well, didn't the riots cure all that? It only took one man to die to cure the virus. One man died, and everybody's no more social distancing. So, why do they want him for them to sign waivers? How do you not see the hypocrisy? And I love the program. Loathe. Loathe or love? He's saying loathe. <laughs> Maybe. But he must love it enough to call. We usually get a follow-up like a this day This relationship's later. going south, yeah. Dean. What's so. happening here, buddy? Maybe we'll get I think he was confusing the, the slips that people had to sign for the Trump rallies. They were basically slips that were saying if you get COVID-19, you can't sue. The tr- the Trump campaign or you can't you were you were signing a waiver, a waiver if yeah. you get uh, COVID nineteen at this event you're not gonna you're gonna it's a hold harm it, it didn't have anything to do with social distancing though I don't think they had anything like they they weren't they weren't gonna punish people for anything Come on, yeah. I'm trying to th- so I saw some people saying hey where's the media talking about how dangerous it is for people to be gathering for these for these uh, George Floyd it's, protests uh, true it's absolutely dangerous. Uh, I think there'll probably be a toll. I yeah. mean, I think I think it will be. I, You're seeing the cases rise already across the the, the country. I mean, uh, I'm sure that gathering together in groups of people had some effect on that. Come on, Dean. Hey, would it help if we gave him a topic? 
<laughs> Where it's like, hey, Dean, um, sports. <laughs> Go. You mean uh-huh. something not related to any hot button yeah, issues? Yeah, well, well, he'll find something. But come on, Dean. Dean's got competition now because we've got our other friend, Wayne. From oh, Wayne. that's true. I mean, it kind of tells so. you. We got, that, we got Wayne's weekly recap. What? All the stuff that's gone on since the the death of George Floyd, all the protests, all the marches, everything, all of it together. I mean, it really says something that when you talk about it, you call it the riots. Yeah, but you don't see anything I mean, beyond that. There was some rioting. There was some property damage. But that was a very small percentage of the protests that were going on. I mean, and just the fact that it's like that's how you think of it is the riots. Mm-hmm kind of shows your bias right absolutely but you can't see any value to these things beyond just what you you know are biased about yeah uh we got a live call now and it's sid who thinks he's got a an idea of what what's going on with dean's call here hi sid hey buzz how y'all doing today hey sid hey Hey, you know what i you know i listened i don't hear love i hear love but in regards to the second part where he's talking about the virus, you know what? Some of the, I guess you'd say little groups, I don't say little groups, but groups here in El Paso, you know, they're making comments like, oh, did you notice since there's protests, they're not talking about the virus on the news anymore? So I think he was just trying to be sarcastic, you know what I mean, or fly or something like that. That was my perception, the way I perceived it, so, you know. But you heard love. I heard love. Okay. Hey, but I'm old and I'm going deaf. Give me a break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Sid. Thanks for calling. All right, guys. Hey, All y'all right. have a good day. Thanks, you Sid. Too. Dean, call us back and let us know what the hell you're saying. Yeah. Is it love or loathe? I, I mean, they they did talk some about, you know, hey, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and right? Mm. Or did they did they give it a... I think what from the right, I think the the position is, oh, apparently it's okay to go out and and not social distance if you're protesting, as long as you're protesting the right thing, mm-hmm. which was the you know police brutality. Mm-hmm. Do they have a point? No, I, think I mean did covered... did the media kind of turn a blind eye to hey this this could be you know really bad because of this whole COVID nineteen thing. I can see how it may not have been mentioned as much as other stuff, but I think the protests drew a different focus, right? There was a different issue that people started talking about. I think the health issues were still there, but there was just a new issue that, that the you know media might want to bring up. All right. I don't like word. <laughs> Dean, sports. Topic. Morning, Buzz. Enjoying your program this morning. I just had a quick question for you. All this stuff going on and about being politically correct or racial and everything. You know, I grew up watching the Dukes of Hazard. I have seen all the episodes and just because of General Lee was named the General Lee and was orange and had the Confederate flag it makes it a bad thing. You know, I, I just don't know what this world is coming to. Well, maybe you'll bring it up in your show. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard. What do I want to say about the Dukes of Hazard? Everybody watched the Dukes of Hazard when it was on. Because you only had like two other options. 
on a given night. Well, what have they done? Do they, if you say, well, they they don't show Dukes of Hazard on TV anymore, were they showing Dukes of Hazard before that I was not aware of? <laughs> right? Was it on? Maybe Probably Nick like Nick at Night. I never saw it on Nick at Night. I didn't either. I've never seen it. Okay, just because you're not offended by something doesn't mean nobody's offended by it. Were they racist? Well, on I the think show? not really. <laughs> I mean, there weren't a lot of there weren't a lot of black characters on. I don't think there were any black main characters. Well, there weren't a lot of black characters on television in general yeah. back then. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't explicitly I, say anything. What I don't was think. the point of the show? Uh, two so, brothers get in trouble. It's about these uh, these two brothers. Good old boys. Yeah. Never meaning uh-huh. no harm. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd been in trouble with the law since oh. the day they were born. Oh, no. Making the way the only way they know how. <laughs> how? Well, let me tell you how. Uh-huh. It's just a little more than the law will allow. <laughs> That was beautiful. Thought you were all about to go into the chairs. Making your way in the world today takes everything. How many got. TV show intros do you have memorized? Well, that one for How sure. How many do you not have memorized? Yeah, <laughs> duh. I, d- I wasn't an issue when when the show was on TV. Like I didn't. I I was not aware. Of course, I was like twelve at the time, but I don't remember anybody saying. It's offensive, but this was around the same time that Leonard Skinner and Molly Hatchett were putting out albums that had the Confederate flag mm-hmm. on it. I mean, it's enough to me to know that, hey, that, that symbol is deeply hurtful to a lot of people. And I'm not willing to just blow off millions of people because they find that image. Like, I'm not that committed to Dukes of Hazard. I'm willing to let it go. <laughs> Would you be disappointed if they made a Dukes of Hazard remake and they they took away the Confederate flag and and they renamed, renamed the car to General Grant? Because remember, they made that movie, put an American flag that was current in 1862. Yeah, and maybe have General like 35 Grant. stars on it. Or yeah. what if they went with the the uh, Don't Tread on Me flag on top? Again, I, I'm not that in on anything they're going to do with Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> I don't care, but I think if they did do a remake, they probably would not have the Confederate flag now. I mean, there was more to that show than just the car with the Confederate flag. That was a big part of it. But Boss we, Hog? Yeah, we haven't even brought up Roscoe P. Coltrane. Wasn't there, like, every commercial break right before they broke for commercial, the car was in midair somehow? A lot Looks of like them old Duke boys is at it again. <laughs> Well, them old Duke boys going to have trouble getting out of this one. <laughs> Do you know whose voice that was? It may not even mean anything to you, but the narrator on that show was Waylon Jennings. Gordon Lightfoot. No, Waylon Jennings. Who's Waylon Jennings? Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson were the two biggest stars in what was like outlaw country Outlaw music. country. Yeah. And so then Willie Nelson played in the, in the remake. He was in the remake. He did. Yeah. Someone just called and said they weren't brothers, they were cousins. They were cousins, then Duke boys? I don't know, I never Bo saw Bo and Luke Duke? Then who was Daisy? Another cousin? You mean Johnny Knoxville and that other dude? <laughs> Sean William Scott? Sean William Scott. You mean Mac's gay uh, brother? Oh, yeah, cousin? Country Mac. Oh, Country Mac. I saw, uh, showed Buzz Country Mac. He liked that one. That's a good episode. Yeah, they're cousins. Bo and his cousin Lucas, a.k.a. Luke Duke. Wait, did we go into another okay, show there? So who was... No, no, no. That's the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, okay. 
Uncle Jesse. Whose dad was he? Nikki and Alex from Full House. (laughs) (laughs) John Stamos. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Duh. His wife was about to do some time because of a little scandal involving some colleges. Uncle Jesse from Dukes of Hazzard. He might not even have been related to them. He might have just been called Uncle Jesse. <laughs> who who were the, the the Daisy Dukes? Daisy Duke was the character oh, it was Daisy who was Duke. their cousin yeah. who was super hot. And they I forgot the the shorts were named after her. The yeah. short the shorts were called Daisy Dukes after the show. Or as a result of the show. Okay. It says here uh Jesse Duke, the patriarch of the Duke clan. Could have been phrased. Don't say clan. Just, I'm just reading it off. Was Wikipedia. that with a C or a K? <laughs> <laughs> the father figure to all of the Dukes who stay with him on the somewhat dilapidated Duke farm. I mean, he could be the uncle. You know, it says here, yeah, Jesse apparently has at least five siblings, but no children of his own. Okay. So you could be an uncle without having your own kid. And it says that all of them are cousins. Luke and Bo and Daisy are cousins. So it's not illegal. What's that? Oh, uh, nothing. Gross. No, they weren't trying to. They they weren't trying to get with with Daisy. They, they always w- used her. And they would like often honey pot traps. Yeah, a lot of or to like disorient Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane or his deputy Enos. It was just like show some leg and I, you know what? There's probably a whole other area of feminism that this is problematic about. So a lot of problems. Listen, we're not talking about getting rid of Shakespeare here or anything. We're talking, and I don't even know that we're talking about getting rid of anything. Were there a lot of people that were going to watch reruns of The Dukes of Hazard on a regular Probably is basis now. that this is a problem? It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're going to take a look at uh, some, well, baseball's coming back, but it's going to be different, and maybe not, not all of your favorite players are going to be involved in all of it. Uh, so we'll talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes. I th- here was my point about the Duke's Hazard. So when that show was on in the 70s, um, the Confederate flag was a lot more socially acceptable. And I think there was there was this idea that, oh, yeah, the people in the South, they're still pissed off about the Civil War. But in the 70s, it was more as a joke. Like, nobody was really serious. We, or we didn't think anybody was really seriously pissed off still in 1978 because of what happened in the Civil War. Well, now we're almost 50 years after that, and I think people are a lot more. Like, that kind of, that kind of feeling in the South is a lot more real now Palpable. than it was 50 years ago. Um, you know, the idea that, oh, if you go down south, you know, they still kind of hold it against us Yankees or you Yankees or whatever. But that was kind of tongue in cheek, I think, uh, with the ra- with the with the rise of the Internet and a bunch of these just ho- horrible white supremacist groups finding support online. I think it I think it's more of a, a an actual a tangible thing than it was. All those years ago, uh, the Confederate flag was a big part of pop culture. You know, like a Southern rock band, that was usually like part of their persona was mm-hmm. that Confederate flag. It was more like a fashion accessory than anything. But look, you can't sit here and know 
about the Civil War and say that you can't understand how somebody might be offended by that. And then if you're like, well, I understand how you're offended, but I don't care. Well, then why don't you care? Uh, Chris says, honestly, the problem is where does it all end? If I get a large enough group together who are offended by cuss words, are they going to shut down rappers and tear down their Grammys? Is there this perception that that only white men or white people get canceled? Because R. Kelly, oh yeah, you know, Bill Cosby. I mean, it's not like anybody's immune to PC culture, PC culture, cancel culture, or whatever. Listen, Bill Cosby needed to be canceled. There's probably a statue of there, him somewhere. There's, there's probably so. There's a lot of behavior that does need to be canceled. Uh, and I think R. Kelly's a good example. There's a cancel Ice Cube movement going on. Really? Why? For his family films? No, no. Did you know what N.W.A. stood for? So, back when he did his uh, his solo album, you know, the track No Va- Vaseline had some deeply anti-Semitic comments. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, effing Jews and stuff like that. Well, then... You know, Ice Cube became kind of more family-friendly, I guess. But he's really still kind of kept those anti-Semitic attitudes going on his social media. Like, he'll he'll retweet uh, an editorial cartoon that has, like, uh, like, a hand that says the Rothschilds manipulating a puppet that says... George Soros, and then George Soros oh is manipulating God. him. So that kind of stuff gets shared by Ice Cube, and come people on, are like, Cube. "Yeah, right, Cube, come on! You started making family-friendly movies, and now you're going back to being like un- unacceptably anti-Semitic in some of the stuff." That's that a Ice great Cube way done. for me to pop on. Oh! Yeah. That is just what I wanted to hear. Here you are. Hello. <laughs> I don't know, Steve, are you aware of any of this stuff? Like that Ice Cube had said some really anti Semitic things back in the back in the nineties and you no, know, apparently I probably still should got... be up to to speed on the cube, but no I'm not. Well, that was the general attitude was Cube, come on, man. You're better than this. But there is some canceled talk going on. Uh Steve, let's talk about uh basketball. First of all, the NBA's coming back. Why don't they just go straight into the playoffs? Instead of having uh, an abbreviated season with what is it, twenty-one teams that are going to be involved in it, why don't they just pick, pick twenty-two? Just pick up with the playoffs. I like that idea. I mean, they're only going to play a couple of weeks, and then they're going to go down to sixteen, and that's who's going to be in the playoffs. So basically, five teams go home, the other sixteen stay. I'm with you. I mean, that's what hockey was talking about was just going right into the playoffs and, and not screwing around. And I mean, weren't they when they suspended the NBA season? Weren't they almost to the playoffs already? I mean, just a few weeks away from the playoff, or a week or two away from the playoff starting. I heard I someone... It was a week or two. I heard... It was, it was getting close. They were still about 17, 18 games away. 17, 18. So 80%, uh, 85% of the season was already over at that point anyway, right? I heard someone well, give right. the opinion that the reason they're doing this is because they 
they know that they've got to attract. It's got to be all TV audience. You know, the, any any of the profit they're going to make is from TV, and they want to get Zion Williamson on TV, at least some of the thing. And if they'd gone right into the playoffs, his team wouldn't have made the playoffs. Do you, do you give that any credence? Um, I, w- I would not be surprised. That sounds that sounds very uh, much like what the NBA would try to do because obviously, if they've got a player that they feel will help turn television sets on, they're going to make sure they give him every opportunity to try to get in. So, yeah, I, I could see that absolutely, absolutely. Talk a little bit about baseball and uh, have you heard about the wet rag rule that they they were talking about for pitchers to bring a wet rag with them onto the mound so they don't have to lick their fingers? <laughs> I have, I have. What do you think about that? What's your What are your thoughts on that one? That's been getting dragged pretty good online. Uh, So instead of spitting on your own fingers, just bring in this rag, which is wet. Isn't that going to get... I'll be honest with you. It sounds silly. That is... No, no, no. let 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 me put it this way. I think, personally... I think that gives pitchers a much better chance to 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 cheat to put than some ever Vaseline before. on the on the Abs- ball or any or yeah. any other substance that you can disguise in that rag that looks just like a wet rag but will obviously figure out a way to add another couple of inches to a curveball or something like that. So yeah, I I would not be surprised. Now the bigger question is going to be if the umpire is going to check the rag and and uh, make sure that it's not illegal. But, you know, pitcher can always go into the dugout in between innings and and uh, doctor it up. So that, that, that rule, to me, just screams for pitchers having a super advantage. It's like that scene from Major League when they're in the locker room, and Charlie Sheen's like, what's that bleep on your chest? Crisco, Bardall, Badgesil, ain't got an arm lock here. has got to do anything I can to get the ball to move. Don't forget the jalapeno juice if he oh, can yeah, possibly just rub it get up a little. Nose. <laughs> yep, and then you hear Charlie Sheen. You put snot <laughs> on the ball. <laughs> they probably put all like pitchers that want to throw a, a spitball have probably put all kinds of substance on there. Uh, here's one that I'm a little worried about. You can't argue with the umpire. Well, you can't get out and argue with them. I mean, you can yell from the dugout. No, but I mean like a face-to-face, nose-to-nose argument with the... I think here's what they should have. Uh, like a clear plexiglass pane. Mm. And you got... Like the umpire goes on one side and the manager goes on the other side and they just yell at each other through the through the plexiglass. Because I don't think you're under control, right? Right? Isn't the the whole idea when you get in a fight with the umpire that it's like you've lost control of your rational mind? I'm so mad. And then you want to just get in his face and and, and spit right in his face yeah. as much you're as you can. Pull yeah. the Lupinella. Yeah. Uh, all I was right. going to say an Earl Weaver, but yeah, you're right. Earl Weaver, the Billy Martin's a good one. Uh, oh, there were so many. There were so many classic fights over the years with, with umpires and, and managers. But I always thought that, and Tommy Lasorda was good. Tommy yeah. Lasorda usually got his money's worth. Earl Weaver so, yeah. might be the might be the king of it, though, of all time. Have you ever listened to the Earl Weaver unedited um, arguments with with the umpires? I heard some of them. Yeah, they're classic. Oh, it's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, we just have enough time to really wrap up the show here uh the wet rag rule is what they're calling the baseball pitcher can keep a wet rag in his back pocket as an alternative to constantly licking his fingers when he's on the mound players can lick their fingers and and they're not suspected of trying to throw a spitball steve 
No. No, because you don't see them. Then why do they lick their fingers just to, to get a better grip on it? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Sometimes pitchers uh, have, you know, they, they do get, their their hands get dry. And it's like the opposite of, of the rosin bag. You know, the the rosin bag is when you're sweating a lot. And, and you want you want to, right, gotcha. You, you want to get a better grip because you feel like the ball could be slipping off your hand. Well, this would be the opposite. Just uh, trying to, you know, get a little extra on the ball. So, look, I really believe, I can't wait to see what those rags are going to look like because I think it's going to be hilarious. Uh, tonight, uh, if you if you watch the first season of Twilight Zone on CBS All Access, that's like the updated Twilight Zone, which uh, Jordan Peele was behind. Uh, new episodes begin tonight on the Twilight Zone. Do you have that CBS All Access? Are you spending mm-hmm. eight bucks a month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Be, wow. Yeah, I got it originally oh, for uh, th- there was a Star Trek show called Star yeah. Trek Discovery. Uh, Discovery, right? That I really wanted to get, so I had it for that. How is it? Do you like it? the t- The whole uh, streaming yeah, service the whole platform is it? Is it worth? Is it worth the money? Eight bucks isn't a lot, and there's other shows on there besides just. Twilight Zone and Picard. Picard, yeah. It's worth $8, but just barely, I would say. Does it have like a complete run of all the old CBS shows over the years? Like, can you watch the like the entire Dukes of Hazard run from the seventies on there? Uh, Dukes of Hazard is on Amazon. It's about to get pulled. That's that's why they were talking about Dukes of Hazard. I was like, who's watching Dukes of Hazard? I guess it's on Amazon, and they're thinking about taking it off of Amazon because there's not a single episode without a Confederate flag. In there, uh, I never, I never missed an episode of Dukes of Hazard as a kid in the seventies because that was Friday night on CBS, and it was Dukes of Hazard at seven o'clock, and The Incredible Hulk at eight. So that was like the greatest back-to-back run for TV shows. There was a the lot 70s. of turmoil in my house because we only had one TV, and Friday night was also Dallas night, y'all. Mm, and that's, that's what right, my that was the nine o'clock show. That's right. And you're thinking, well, why didn't you just watch it on another TV? We didn't have another TV until this became such a big issue. They had to get me and my brother a little black and white TV so we could watch Dukes of Hazard and uh, Incredible Hulk on the tiny little thing because they weren't going to miss an episode of Dallas. And you might be thinking, well, why didn't you just uh, record it? That technology did not exist, at least not not in our household. I don't think it existed at all. Please. In the 70s, nobody knew what a VCR was. That wasn't around back then. The thing then. was, you either had was, to watch the show it. or you missed it possibly forever. Yep. That's true. Oh, no, no, no. Not necessarily that. Because well, they'd they rerun it. They'd have maybe. reruns. Yeah. But that was after the season ended. They would sometimes do summer reruns. But you're right. It was it was one of those situations where you, if you missed it live, you were, you were toast. Around that same time, Saturday was a good night, too, because... Be uh, fantasy love by love boat, then Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. What else was part of that Saturday? Be playing. There was only one t- one block of the week before we had uh, more than one TV. There was only one block of the week that we had dominion over the television. That was Saturday morning from like six a.m. to nine a.m. Because after that, my dad would have been up and but have been watching golf. <laughs> uh, all right. 
I guess what I'm saying is you kids don't know how lucky you have it these days. <laughs> all right, uh, we got to wrap up the show. Don't forget Backyard Bash is Saturday. Get all the details at KLAQ.com. We'll be back tomorrow, and you can join us starting at 5 o'clock right here on KLAQ. So long.